to the world of Pokemakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us... JD. And Alex. For some people, Pokemon are pets. Others use them for battles. We're here to create all new Pokemon. And a world for them to inhabit. Last time we began filling in the town map of Rencha and building up some cities inspired by real-life Italy. Cresciorso, Apolia, Medola, and Florenza. We also made a Pokemon. It's a bug electric glowworm into firefly slash light bulb grub bulb which evolves into Philofly. Today's gonna be my turn to make a new gym leader character mm. for Pokemon Marble and Bronze. But before we do that, I'm actually gonna bring us to Who's That Pokemon? So we're starting with the Pokemon today because the Pokemon is very much the starting idea here that's going to inform the gym and the gym leader behind it. And that's partly because we're not just making a brand new Pokemon, we're actually working on an old Pokemon. Oh. I want to give an old Pokemon the Roselia treatment. Oh. Where it started as a single stage Pokemon, but then it was given a baby and an evolution at the same time. Yeah. And I want to do that for Phalanx. Okay. Phalanx from Gala is very obviously based on a phalanx, a military formation used by a lot of classical armies, including the Roman army. Mm -hmm. And it's possible that phalanx in particular is particularly inspired by Roman phalanxes, both because it's in Pokemon Britain, yeah. ruled by the Roman army, and specifically referencing a phalanx that famously went missing in Britain. Oh, okay. So now we're making a region that partly draws on ancient Rome. Phalanx was obviously going to be in the region, yeah. but I want to give it more than just that. And I thought of about doing it as a regional variant, but I think Phalanx as it is, is perfectly fine for what mm -hmm. I do here. So I'm just going to work on Phalanx and like I said, give it the Roselia treatment of giving it a pre-evolution and evolution at the same time. Okay. Because like it's one of those single stage Pokemon that very much feels like it's not a single stage Pokemon. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a first stage Pokemon in particular. Yeah. Because it's big. It's a big old long worm wriggly doodah. It's just a bunch of little guys in a line. It's also that. <laughs> So what's the obvious thing to do here for a pre-evolution? It's just one of the little It's just guys. one of the little guys. Yeah. 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 You, so you mentioning that Phalanx is based on a particular Roman troop that went missing is very fun in this context because that means that the reason that there are only that form of Phalanx <laughs> in Galar is it was one that got left over there. Yeah, they, they <laughs> fell behind from the army, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, there will be some new convoluted method of evolution in Rentia that yeah. couldn't take place in Galar. Yeah. And also a reason to explain why there couldn't have been a single stage because they couldn't make new unevolved mini phalanxes. Yeah. That's a very fun way of working that into it. Like of course in the region that it originates from the full line would be available. Exactly. That's very good. It's one of those classic cases where a Pokemon is introduced but really it's clearly from a different place. Yeah, a different region. Yeah, yeah. The elephant from Galar is like that as well but it doesn't reference a specific region. Q-Fence and Copperaja. What they don't is the thing. Some Pokemon will occasionally mention that they're from another region but if you're trying to say this Pokemon is from another region it doesn't make sense if you're saying it's from a past region because it yeah, wasn't yeah, there yeah, that's so you I mean. kind of have to imply it's from a future region Yeah. and yes Copperaja and Qfen very much vaguely hint at there being some kind of India based region yeah. to bring it to Britain I'm thinking about Pokemon that are only available in their first games from like in-game trades Yeah. Pokemon that don't naturally appear or even gift Pokemon well take Lapras mm. in the Kanto based games you cannot catch it in those games you're only 
given one by one NPC. Yeah. In Fire Red and Leaf Green, you can catch it on Four Island in the Sevi Islands. Mm. And it can also be found in the wild in Johto. Right. So those would be theoretically Pokemon from, from, a, from a, a region location. not yet introduced. Yeah. And an unusual reversal of that would be all the Johto Pokemon that can only be found in Kanto in the post games <laughs> of Johto games, infuriatingly. Yeah. <laughs> but they are Pokemon introduced in a generation found in a different region from that generation. Yeah. So there's a precedence for this. And also in the context of real world stuff, I think it's very yeah. interesting. It's great to adapt this military formation because there is a real progression and development of how yeah. the Roman military organized itself. Ancient Rome adapted it from Greece and other countries, mm-hmm. other nations, other armies, but then went on to develop it in other ways later as well, okay. which gives us prime room to draw on for evolution. Yeah. Different ways that the Roman army then went on to organize itself. Yeah. And to draw on for the name convention because it's got a real fun name convention in Phalanx alone. Yeah. It's phonetic almost identical to Phalanx, what it's based on. Yeah. But with spelling changes that also imply connections to other words there, like link and links, mm-hmm. because they are linked together, they are working together in a formation. Yeah. Bulbapedia suggests other things that like you could be drawing on family for the beginning part, or mm. just fall in, like fall into formation. Sure, fall in yeah. Phalanx. Yeah, yeah. So to be able to take other formation and Roman military words and then find ways to make those puns, I think will be fun as well. It's yeah. got a very clear way to go there. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, starting off with the pre-evolved Pokemon, the baby Phalanx. I don't want it to be identical to just one of the heads. Yeah, so looking at Phalanx, remove a little bit of the armor. Yeah, so what to start with, it would be more similar to the first one, the head of yes. the formation, yeah. which is the most distinct one. It's got the, the biggest horn and yellow to it. Remove some of the armor could do. It's tough to say exactly how you want to change it beyond that. It's but got like little shields on either it side. It does. I feel like I suppose take those away. Maybe take one away. Okay, yeah. It still has one and then it has something more spear-like on the other side, for instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then shorten the spike on the head yeah. because it's got a spear on the side instead. It's got that big, extra big horn on the head. You shorten that to fall in line with the ridge behind it and then it resembles that Roman helmet. Yeah, it does. Without being hair or fur or anything like that. Yeah. But clearly a reference to it without being that. Yes. Maybe tweak the colours very slightly. Yeah. A little paler, I think. Yeah, I'm also thinking paler. That yeah. feels babier for whatever reason. Yeah. More pastel tends yeah. to be baby. But at the same time, I'm thinking rather than making it just baby, it's also gung-ho aggressive. <laughs> yeah. The, the single random soldier that's ready to charge yeah. in against all logic. <laughs> Give it aggressive eyes. Yeah. But like fun aggressive eyes. It's not yeah, yeah. angry, but it's ready to fight. Right. It's gonna come get you. Mechanically thinking about Phalanx, the most important distinction for it is its signature move, No Retreat. Okay. What do you think No Retreat might do? It can't be returned from battle. Yes, once you've used No Retreat, you cannot switch it out with a Pokemon in the party. You can switch it out using moves like Baton Pass or U-Turn mm. that as part of the attack switch it out. You can't just go into your menu and choose yeah, Switch yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. Makes sense. But that would be a hindrance just to use that, right? So you wouldn't use a move like that for no reason. What does it do? The benefit of No Retreat is that it boosts all of the user's stats one stage. Oh, dang. Attack, defense, special attack, special defense, and speed. Dang. And of course, you can use it multiple times and not get the downside multiple times because... You're you, got, yeah, you already yeah, yeah. got it. So the idea of Phalanx is it charges into battle and does not retreat until yeah. the battle is won. Here's the thing about the Roman army. Mm-hmm. They were one of the most intelligent militaries of all time. Mm-hmm. 
And if they needed to make a tactical retreat, they would. <laughs> but Phalanx doesn't. But what about if when it evolves, suddenly it does make tactical retreats? Okay. So it can have no retreat as one of its moves, but then it can have a new move possibly called tactical retreat. It could have... That cancels it out? Well, so it can also have moves like baton pass, U-turn, moves along those lines yeah. that allow it to switch. But I'm thinking it's a new move that forces the switch out itself. It's mm. a new move along the lines of baton pass and U-turn. In particular, along the lines of baton pass, because baton pass doesn't do damage to the opponent, but lets you keep all the stat changes to a Pokemon. Oh, nice. Yeah, switched yeah, out. yeah. Phalanx itself can't get baton pass. Yeah. Because that would be awesome if it could. Yeah. Because it could pass on all those stat buffs. Yeah. And I'm thinking this would be able to pass on those stat buffs to another member of the party as a tactical move for uh-huh. a more yeah, fitting yeah, yeah. Pokemon in the situation. Yeah. And rather than it just having baton pass, I'm thinking like, this is a move that does something else. Maybe it also could do damage or inflict a status or something. And then as an additional downside to using this move, because otherwise it's just better than existing moves. Yeah. It deals some recoil damage. Like, yeah. You're switching out because you're on the back foot and it's a risky maneuver, but it's the strategically correct option for yeah. you in the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you take a little bit of a hit, but you... Yeah. Tactical retreat. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. So we talked about what the pre-evolved form would look like. Mm-hmm. What does the evolved form look like? There's a few options, I think, for how to take this, because it's less obvious how exactly to yeah. progress with that. My instinct, before you tell me what you're thinking, okay. can I tell you what my instinct is? Yeah. Instead of a line, mm-hmm. it's like a square. <laughs> so the thing about that is that that's really what a phalanx mm. actually yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is a big block yeah. of units. I don't want to just add more heads, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. My first thought is the leader, the first head, gets real big. Oh. And it still has minions alongside it, but it's a real big one to do stuff. Like a general. Yeah, that's one thought. The other thought is heads form together to form a body oh. of some description. Okay, like a Rat King situation. <laughs> kind of a Rat King situation, <laughs> but less terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe you can see the heads clearly at particular joints, like on the elbows and knees yeah, and shoulders. Yeah, specifically those round like spots. And like the limbs are being comprised by the shields being held and connected together. Yeah, yeah. And so it can form into an individual being to fight more effectively. A Megazord. A Megazord, a Voltron. <laughs> yeah. Those are more fun than a Rat King. <laughs> Look, a Megazord is just a Rat King situation. You're right. Where's the new season of Super Sentai where all the mecha are just rats? They're rodents. <laughs> Rodent-themed Sentai. They have just had insect Sentai recently. That's a similar vibe. <laughs> but what if they're all just rats and each one is identical <laughs> in a different color? I like that. <laughs> and they form a Rat King Megazord. I have a new Pokemon idea for you. <laughs> Regional exclusive with Phalanx. <laughs> you you either get you either get the Roman soldiers or you get the Rat King. The Rat King Megazord. Yeah. <laughs> No. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I'm inclined towards that second idea also because the first idea is somewhat similar to what we already did for the Knight of Alsea mm. with the Oplamum evolution. That's true, yeah. Where it's bigger and still has one baby. Yeah. Yeah, becoming a person, which takes a little bit away from Phalanx's uniqueness as a fighting type for the body shape of it, mm. but it's still comprised of many individual heads, but they've just now got a more tactically advisable formation. I've also just realized wishy-washy. Also wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. It would be a shame not to mention wishy-washy. Mm. Or... The one we made! Yes. Termitey. Termitey. <laughs> Phalanx does have bug-type vibes to it, and it gets several bug-type moves as part of its level-up set. Interesting. But it is not. It is mono-fighting type. Yeah. Well, it looks like a caterpillar. Yeah. And I do want to keep that for both of these stages as well. When you add a new evolution to our Pokemon, you need to change it up in some way, mechanically, I think. Yeah. And that can be adding a new type. It can be adding a cool new ability. But mm -hmm. something about it's got to change. And I don't want to change the type here, yeah. which is why I'm thinking about how it can play differently as a strategy. Yeah. The move that you're giving it. I imagine that you learn that move upon evolution. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Like Finizen. Finizen. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I don't remember if it learns Flip Turn as its evolution move or not. I'm pretty sure it does. It's very possible. I know it learns the move in general. You're right, you're right. Anyway. Yes. I imagine that it's a move that's learned on evolution. I think so, yeah. yeah. I don't think it should do damage, actually. Because for one thing, it would be a very small amount of damage. So I think it needs to inflict something on the opponent. Maybe it makes it so the opponent can't retreat instead. Oh. It, it locks them in as well with that effect. As long as the next Pokemon is in play. There are moves like that that do that. Mean Look is like the classic one. You would use yeah. that a lot for trying to catch the legendary beasts in a Johto game. Yeah. Block and Spiderweb are two other moves that do that same effect. Interesting. The effect only applies as long as the Pokemon that used it remains in battle right. for those moves. Yeah. Which obviously doesn't work here because the whole point of the move is you're switching out. Yeah. So as long as the Pokemon you switch into remains in battle, yeah. that opponent can't switch out. Yeah. You have to face down whoever comes next, or the opponent does at least. Yeah. yeah. That feels like a fun status yeah. switch up. Yeah. Cool. So that's the reason you would use tactical retreat, locking the opponent in. I had thought about the idea of it having regenerator as an ability, which is an ability that when you switch out regains HP. Obviously kind of pointless if you're also inflicting damage on yourself. Well, it would just sort of balance out. Well, yeah, but then like, that feels... Then what's the point of yeah. taking any damage at all? Yeah, yeah. It, it feels unfair. Yeah. The alternative would be give it regenerator as an ability and just have it use baton pass and other similar moves instead. Mm -hmm. But eh, I like giving it the new move. Yeah, I like the cool new move. I think we also still switch up some abilities at least yeah. and we'll get to that later and then for the colours as well on that evolved one much like the pre-evolved stage being paler I think we go for darker colours on yes. the evolution it continues yeah, yeah. getting more saturated yes it goes from that quite bright golden yellow and red to you said that's golden yellow but more of like a gold gold like a mm -hmm. warmer orangey yellow somewhat metallic yes and a maroon for the yes. red oh yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we can play around with the eye colour changing as well yeah, yeah. cool yeah names so, we need to look at other Roman military terminology to get these names, I think. For the pre-evolution, I think it makes sense to just go with an individual Roman soldier. Yeah. In particular, a phalanx would have been made up of hoplites. Hoplites. Yes. That's a fun word. It is a very fun word. So I think hoplite is the word we're going to twist around to make this baby form. And that's also fun because hop, hopping. Hop. Yeah, it's like, a little jumpy. Like... And I mean, look at it. That's how it's gonna move. Yeah. Picture it hopping like side to side like, you can't get me. Yeah. You can't get me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Ooh. You having said that makes me think... When we come around putting stats on this later, mm -hmm. the pre-evolved stage should be faster than failing. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe it gets faster again on reaching the final stage. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. But the first stage can be very quick. Yeah. Because it's not moving in a formation. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the hoplite? H-O-P-L-I-T-E. So you could change light to light as in L-I-G-H-T, describing both weight and brightness. I like weight, yeah, because it's could... it's lighter. It's just a single. But you could also change it to something like. Yeah. It's not a hop light it's hop like yeah i don't know how much you can change hop i like hop anyway yeah it's evocative of what this guy's up to yeah i think i like hop light specifically for weight like it is lighter it's singular it's not being weighed down by the others and it describes its color scheme and it's lighter <laughs> yeah okay hop lights it's silly all right 
and then the evolution, the next evolution of the Roman military from a phalanx was the maniple, or just go straight up to a Roman legion. Ooh. So maniple or legion, I think, are the words to draw on there. So, okay, I'm looking at these two words. Hmm. Maniple, man, because now you've got, you know, more of a man shape. Yeah. Legion, leg. Don't, don't say leg. <laughs> leg. Don't say leg. <laughs> leg. <laughs> Got legs now. Lead join, join, work, Ooh, like joining join. up, working together. It very much conveys the same as links. They are a combined yeah. unit working Alternatively, together. Alternatively, is there anything with maniple and multiple? Potentially. I can't quite. <laughs> it's one of the situations where the words might be too similar because the what, second half. What letter do you change? Yeah, the yeah. second half of each word is identical. I like lead join. Yeah. Is there a way to change at the beginning slightly to make it more meaningful? Or even just to change the spelling to be fun, like phalanx, double E, E, E. Oh, E-A, because then it's also got lead. Ooh. Lead join, lead join, L-E-A-J-O-I-N. Yeah, yeah, There yeah. you go, that's... I, I like that, because I appreciate the next group, uh, but this guy also does seem like a general, like yeah. a leader of yes. some kind, so he, I like that. He would lead many phalanxes. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. the Roman lead join. <laughs> I like lead join. In the Wrenchen lead join. <laughs> cool. Neat. Let's have a little look at abilities. So obviously we'll start by looking at what abilities phalanx has to begin with. Mm-hmm. Phalanx has battle arm as its only primary ability. Opponents moves cannot critical hit. Mm, I wouldn't mind keeping that. That's pretty good. It's and it feels thematically appropriate for the rest of the lines as well. Mayhaps. Its hidden ability is defiant. Attack is raised by two stages when the Pokemon has its stats lowered. Doesn't work on self-inflicted stat drops or drops from allies. And so that one very much feels like one to change for the flavor of this because Phalanx is younger. It's defiant. It's standing up against yeah, things yeah, more. Yeah. Whereas Lejoin, it's standing up against the bad guys, but it's not being defiant to leadership or anything. Yeah. It is leadership. I think Hoplite could still have that. I think that that fits that one as well. Maybe Hoplite still has Defiant. But doesn't have Battle Armor But doesn't armor have yet. Battle Armor. Okay, we could go with Steadfast. I also wrote down Steadfast. Yeah. Japanese name Indomitable Heart mm. on a lot of fighting types, including things like Surfetched and Gallade. Yeah, that feels very good for Lejoin. Increases speed by one stage whenever it flinches. Would that be for just Lejoin? I think so. Yeah. We're saying that's going to replace Defiant. Defiant. Defiant is the hidden ability. Yeah. So Lejoin has battle armor and steadfast. Hoplite yeah. has defiant and... I think vital spirit can vital be the, spirit? the main ability. Yeah. either vital spirit or runaway, I think. Yeah. And I would be a hypocrite if I allowed you to give more things runaway. Or if I gave something runaway. <laughs> That's fair. And vital spirit's not something we use a lot. Yeah. Give it vital spirit. It's awake. It's alert. It's ready to fight. It's going. Yes. All right. Hoplite and Lejoin. New evolution family members for phalanx. Now that we've got those, let's go to the fame checker to find out who's going to use them. We have a gym leader, Alex. Yeah. A gym leader using a Pokemon inspired by the Roman army. Uh-huh. In our history branch path. Yes. What kind of a gym leader do you think I'm going for? A fighty. Well, yes. Based on what we just created, my guess is that this is a switching out Pokemon mechanical move. That is the mechanical theme <laughs> I was going to go for. Yes. A baton pass style team. Yeah. Where switching things out yes. is, is what matters. Lots of switching out tactically. Yeah. Which means some of its other Pokemon will have abilities like Intimidate that mm-hmm. will happen when you switch in. Palafin would be an amazing Pokemon yeah, to have. Yeah, absolutely. Probably too strong, unless this is like actually an Elite Four member, not a gym yeah, leader. Yeah, yeah. But yes, you've hit the nail on the head for the strategy. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going for there. But I'm thinking specifically, what kind of a person have I got here? What kind of flavorful theme for the gym do you think I'm drawing on here? Roman army stuff? Yeah, we're going to, for having a history-focused path in Italy, yeah. it would be wrong not to have something on the Roman army. I know we've conveyed that somewhat already with Professor Cedar, but I still think it'd be wrong not to have a gym leader who plays yeah. in that space. 
This is Professor Cedar's son. That's the thing. I think so. I think <laughs> some yes. Either that or like his favorite student. <laughs> like <laughs> no, I think son is what we're going for here. <laughs> That's really fun, actually. Yeah. Some kind of history professor in his own right, possibly. Like maybe. I think more he was just caught up in the stories and ideas of it. Yeah. And just got like I think this guy's actually just really big into LARPing. <laughs> And so has a gym themed around that, essentially. I like that. Yeah. I like that. At one point, I also considered doing this as more of a theatre-based gym. Oh, interesting. So I think if there is a theatre in the vicinity, which there easily can be, yeah. I think this guy also is an actor in the local productions. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so we have this guy who is just really big on the Roman army, who would dress in that style, I think. I'm trying to think of how I want to do him visually. And my gut says, go big. Mm. Like, Cedar, he's a small guy. He's, yeah. He's old and he's kind of withered down. Yeah, mostly because he's old. Yeah. Yes. He's absurdly buff because this guy works out mm -hmm. to maintain the Roman legionnaire physique. Yeah. Uh -huh. Other trainers in the gym, it's all very tactical. Like, it's the mm. most tactical focus gym. This is going to be a late game gym. Yeah. A gym intended to be late game. You can yeah. take it on earlier. Where the gym trainers will have advanced strategies. Mm. They are planning things out strategically to suit the needs of the situation. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. If you show up there earlier, part of the strategy of the situation is they're not needed so they just send out their leader, mm. their legionnaire. I'm kind of picturing this, like, you go into this gym and the vibes are forged in fire. <laughs> <laughs> the blacksmithing show. Yes. Lee join, it will kill. <laughs> and I don't think specifically weaponry and blacksmithing mm. isn't what you're going for here, but that appreciation for well-built and strategical mm -hmm. weaponry is kind of a vibe. This could possibly be a gym leader in Metro. Yeah. His gym could be the Colosseum. <laughs> That's a historical location. Sure is. And yeah. or he's in theatrical productions at the Coliseum. Yeah, he plays gladiators. Yeah. Exclusively. <laughs> He's really good at the choreography, like the mm. fighting choreography. Yeah. He's really good yeah. at it. And so for the gym puzzle, I'm <laughs> thinking let's play into the whole, like, the whole sort of team nature that's going on here with this Pokemon, with Phalanx, with Lee Join, okay. where there are multiple of them working together and have it be a puzzle that requires using multiple things to solve it. Oh. And it could either be using your own Pokemon or maybe party members. Ooh. I'm thinking you've got a mini little maze to explore of some kind, mm -hmm. you know, whatever description, especially if it's in a coliseum. Yeah. And then throughout this maze, there are buttons mm -hmm. that need to be pressed and they need to be held down in order to oh, okay. open some yeah, kind of gate. Yeah. So like you a classic to... two-person yeah. situation. You know, yeah. video game staple. So you position someone somewhere and have them stay there while you go to another button and so on. Yeah. And so you can either leave a party member there or one of your party Pokemon, Ooh. which is then interesting because if you don't have to battle a trainer along the way, you don't have that Pokemon in yeah. your party. You can't Ooh, use it in the battle. That's super interesting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It really plays nicely into the fact that you've got Phalanx and Lee Join being all about teamwork. Lee Join especially because of the nature of it pivoting in and out of battle. Yeah. You yeah. need teammates for that strategy to do anything. Yeah. Cool. So this guy, obviously his ace Pokemon is a fighting type. Yeah. But he's not a fighting type gym leader. He's got a lot of those vibes. Yeah. Because other Pokemon aren't fighting type. Like I said, we mentioned Palafin, but other Pokemon that work on switching strategies. Pick out a random Pokemon with Intimidate that could show up on his team. Guess. 
No. Doesn't that have intimidate? It sure doesn't. Oh, Luxray would be a good one here. Ooh. I know we've obviously talked about Pyroar being a lion in the, in, yeah. in the arena, but Luxray has very similar vibes to that and has intimidate. He's got plenty of other Pokemon that want to switch out either for their abilities. A Pokemon with Regenerator would make sense on this team because it switches out to regain its health. Mm -hmm. There's lots of things to do is the thing. Like, yeah. We'll talk about that when we build yeah, full we, teams. Yeah, we don't need to build the full team right characters. now, but like his ace is clearly Lejoin. Yes, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And he's got to start with Lejoin join in order to then use it as his last Pokemon later because it's got to switch out first right, yeah, so it can yeah. build up using no retreat at least one time and then switching out to something else mm -hmm. to give something else all those stats yeah yes that's very cool. Uh-huh. That's very cool. Yeah. It's similar to what Gita should have done and does do in the DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So similarly, Lee Join will be this character's ace Pokemon, but he'll start with it. Hopefully also finish with it. Yeah. You know, unless you one-shot it. Now, we should have given it Sturdy so you can't one-shot it. Ooh, not bad. Maybe we should have given it Sturdy. Ooh. Sturdy or Steadfast. Sturdy might be better because then you get to use the setup move, which boosts your speed so you can switch out on the next turn. Yeah. I think we've got to change that to Sturdy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's too strategically cool. Maybe he shows up in the story in some capacity as well, like working with the professor yeah, at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. And maybe you meet him when he's younger and kind of cocky and brash. That could then justify with Phalanx, he doesn't switch out. Instead, Ooh. he changes up his strategy over time like the Roman <laughs> army. <laughs> If you fight him earlier in the game, he's all about just using stat boosting moves. Because that's the simplest strategy for earlier in the game as well. But he yeah. buffs himself up as much as he can. Yeah. Power up punch. Yeah. That's a, a big move to use on some of his Pokemon. Or boost beam. The fairy type special variant of power up punch we made in season one. Mm. Maybe he uses that. And he just boosts up his Pokemon, but doesn't switch them. He doesn't use baton pass. So he can't switch out because then he'd lose all those boosts. Yeah. His Pokemon all stay in to the end. Yeah. At that point. And then he learns throughout the game. He learns to be more tactical, more mindful, to work together in a team better. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, character development. That's a thing that people are really fond of with some trainers teams like Hop in Sword mm -hmm. and Shield, where he switches out his Pokemon to try different strategies, but like you see character development through the Pokemon yeah, they're using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yes. I love when that happens. It's very organic storytelling. It's very good. Built in. Like he can also show up in the story at some point, like there'll be some encounter with Rosita, with the Thorn, yeah. that he gets mixed up in, Ooh. and he's too aggressive about it and he has to learn to yeah. work with the player or something yeah maybe she just absolutely kicks his butt <laughs> and then you have to you have to, to step in to yeah. help yeah. yeah 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 classic I could definitely see this guy being someone who you encounter multiple times mm -hmm. plot wise yeah. he's always helping Cedar out with something or other or Cedar sends him as messenger since you're over there in town and I'm up here on this mountain <laughs> I have a message for you from my centurion yeah he actually wears a helmet not all the time maybe when he's on stage but he takes off when he's facing you in a battle mm, or something yeah. so we don't have to do the goofy yeah, mohawk yeah. thing with him I can see him hold yeah, the, he helmet the helmet at his side him, of most of the time yes. yeah. and his helmet is fashioned after a phalanx or a lead join of course it is it is specifically modelled in that style of course it is <laughs> What else does he look like? You were saying he yeah. doesn't have the... So he doesn't hair. have that... I think he's got like longer hair. Mm -hmm. He's got hair down to his chin kind okay, of deal. Okay. Very wavy. Okay. Very like flowing a... locks. <laughs> like a 80s Hercules or something. I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I feel like he's got the same color hair that we gave Cedar. Darker. Darker. Yeah, yeah. Cedar's hair is faded a little with age, or he's dyed it to keep up. It's more maroon, likely joints. Yeah, it is. Very triangle body. Very triangle body. He's named this guy and we're done with him. Yeah. Centurion in Latin would have been more centurio. Centurio. Mm. But what if we just tweak that slightly and poke a little towards Greek? Take the beginning there. Ken. Oh my God. Alex, <laughs> what if this gym leader... Ooh. 
is just Ken. He's just Ken. What if he's just Ken, Alex? He's just Ken. His job is just fight. <laughs> I'm just Ken. Anywhere else I'd be a ten. Gosh, he really does fit that, doesn't he? He really, really does. Yeah, he's Ken, isn't he? Ken has to be short for like something really stupid. Kenturian. Kenturian, yeah, absolutely. Ken- so this is what yes. his father, Cedar, has named him. Yes, and he could not be more proud of the fact that that's his name. Yeah. But also, it's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. Kenturian Cedar. Turian on its own sounds like it could be a name. I think that's his middle name. I think it's Kenturian. Is Cedar his last name? Well, yeah. I guess it, it is. is. Yeah. Huh. What's, yeah. Cedar? What's Professor Cedar's first name? I don't know. There's a lot of professors out there. In the anime, at least, Professor Oak is Professor Samuel Oak. Oh, yeah, it is. And his grandson is Gary Oak. Yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. The you're professor right. names are always their surname. You are correct. Kenturian Cedar. Kenturian Cedar. Or just Ken. <laughs> That's how he introduces himself. Like, sup, I'm Kenturian Cedar, but you can call me just Ken. And I'm Ken of. We're only like seven months late to the meme. So today, we have created new evolution family members for Phalanx. We have Hoplite, a pre-evolution that's just a single head, there's a little small, there's a little baby, but he's ready to fight. He should be Hop-fight. Ooh. And Lejoin, a bigger, beefier evolution of Phalanx, where the different heads have come together to form a mighty warrior. <laughs> <laughs> In a Megazord fashion. <laughs> We've also created a gym leader, Kenturian Cedar, who is Cedar's son, but you can call him just Ken. He's got a Roman Centurion aesthetic, and his battle gimmick is that he's switching things out. Unless you battle him earlier in the game, in which case it's just all about stat buffs. Yeah. So thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network, such as... Home Viewing. Them's the Facts. And Green Mountain Mysteries. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara. You can also find us on Twitter at Pokemakers. And you can find us both individually. I'm at codename JD. And I'm at Pachu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Don't forget to check us out on the Pocket Podcast Network Community Discord. Or if you'd prefer, you can send an email to fiercepodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, gotta, gotta make them all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hi, I'm Tanner. And I'm Lindsay. And together we host a podcast called Not If I Reboot You First. It's a show where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood gets the chance to. We also do adaptations and spin-offs and sequels, but everybody seems to call those reboots too. It's everyone's favorite buzzword. Sometimes we make something really good, like when we turn the mummy into a proper pilot for the Dark Universe. Sometimes things go bad and I drunkenly yell at JK Rowling for an hour. And sometimes it gets really weird and we time crash the entire Mighty Ducks franchise into a single universe. So join us every week for something that's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction. Follow us on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for the name of the show and it's pronounced NEARIF! I turned Princess Belle into Iron Man once. Wait, what?